0: Hey, speaking of cricket, uh, let's get the greatest cricket journalist and writer on of all time. Oh, yes. And um, he's written a new book, 15 Minutes of Fame, about Australia's. I I think, yeah, it's a great angle of of, um, test debutants that never played again. Uh, We'll talk to him more about it. That's Ken Pease. G'day, Ken.
1: G'day Jack, g'day Alex and Bob, nice to be speaking with you boys again, thanks for the build up about my 15 minutes of fame, it's still on the high seas would you believe but it's going to be out in February, my brand new book which is always uh, almost as good as the birth of a new baby Jack (laughs) I
0: bet it is and uh, look how long does it take to get from Taiwan to the Yarra Valley?
1: Uh, Shouldn't take too long, Uh, maybe three weeks. Customers might have a bit of an extra say, too. But we've done 500 lovely uh, hardbacks. It's got a dust jacket. And it talks about Australia's had 71 one-test wonders right now. Uh, Pekoski, 71. Actually, 72nd, if you want to include Michael Nisa. But I'm thinking that both uh, Pekoski and Nisa are going to play again. So I might not have to do an, an update. But there's also 40 girls, including a lovely girl from... Orange in country New South Wales called Joe Gary and her test match lasted, would you believe it? Eight overs. <laughs> 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 what happened? The, She she didn't get the battle bowl and the test match was at the old Arden Street Oval, North Melbourne Footy Club ground. About the same time, and new blokes are far too young to remember the elephant parading around the Oval before <laughs> a game. Uh, but that's where North Melbourne, or the Kangaroos, used to play their home games. They played a test match there. It was in February, and it rained. Buckets, Aww. by the buckets, and only eight overs in the three days were uh, uh, available for that particular game against yes, New Zealand. So Jo never played again. So she's maybe the most unlucky as a woman uh, to to play for Australia, but not get a better or a ball. Eight
2: overs. Now was here. What uh, made you think of doing this book?
1: Ah, well, years ago, and I was doing radio for Sport ninety seven, the old three UZ or uh, Radio Sport, and uh, James Pattinson's brother Darren Pattinson two thousand and eight played a one off Test match. He was over, uh, he's British-born, and he ended up playing a one-off test match for England. He was playing over there just for the fun. Uh, it took his family, two young kids, playing with Nottinghamshire, and England were desperate, and he'd been doing pretty well, but he played for Victoria, like uh, six games, and Nottinghamshire, six games. And they pulled him into uh, a test match at, uh, at Leeds at, at Headingley, and he actually had to go into the breakfast room, and introduce himself to Mike Atherton, the captain <laughs> of England at the time. He ended up playing. Uh, he, he, he did well. He had a few catches dropped. He took two wickets, but that was his one and only test. There was a hue and cry in England, you know, playing a bloody Aussie in the English test. And what's going on? <laughs> but he came. He came back, and I did a lovely interview with him uh, soon after he was back for the radio station. And uh, Andrew Cuse at the old 3 uz said to me, Gee, One Test Wonders. I really like that. That could be your next book. And so uh, (laughs) 2008, 13 years later, it's it's actually come to fruition. Uh, Thanks mainly to COVID because the last two years, um, you know, like you boys, I've been stuck at home uh, wondering, what am I going to do? So I thought I'd have another go at uh, being able to resurrect this book. So there it is. I've got 70 uh, guys and 40 women in uh, One Test Wonders.
2: Yeah, a lot of that, I assume, would have been sort of research, but also a lot of it contacting those players and interviews. Is that Would that be right?
1: Yeah, I've been able to get on to about 40 of, of the men, so more than half the men, uh, a few years ago uh, before they'd passed. Uh, so it's been terrific lot of fresh research, one that really took my um, fancy if you like was, uh, there was a fellow called Harry Musgrove and he was playing for East Melbourne in the 1880s and around this time there was a a player's strike on and Harry was in Ballarat, Monday to Friday he worked as a theatrical entrepreneur (laughs) and they had a a new show going in Ballarat at the local uh, cultural centre which was opening and his mate Jack Worrell who was famous in footy and cricket at the time said to him oh, England are here as you know they've got a two day game against the Ballarat 22 would you like to fill up some numbers for us and Harry said yeah and so he was just playing East Melbourne club cricket he made the century of his life he played out of his skin against the Poms scored 100 and in the very same week, the captain of Australia pulled his entire team out. A player strike, huge free at the time. And the selector at South Melbourne, uh, Mr. Major, was chosen to select 11 new ones. He said, oh, this uh, this fellow Musgrove must be all right. He just made 100 for <laughs> <propeller laughs> rounds. <laughs> and they picked him in the test match. He only made three and four, mind you. But that was his... Fifteen minutes of fame. He played in a bloody Test match, and uh, he was one of five newcomers, one Test wonders, to play uh, in that game for the one and, and only time. So that really took my uh, took my fancy. That
2: one. I just I just did a segment just before uh, was the housemates' uh, history lesson, and maybe I should be coming to you to get uh, my next sort of oh, next questions. History. That's, uh, That's yeah, great, incredible. great look back
1: so so it's really fun like interviewing these guys because everyone's got a a story to tell like Jeff Moss uh, who played in the late 70s Groucho one test wonder Uh, he only batted with one player and that was Alan Border and he actually retired after that one test match with a test average of 60 and so (laughs) He's, he's right up there you know in exalted uh, ground but <laughs> of course he just played uh, one test 60 runs average 60 but you know some of the the, the the more recent ones are Callum Ferguson that we've been seeing on telly uh, throughout the test and the and the Big Bash summer uh, Joe Many, of course Chad Sayers is the very latest he played um, Four or five years ago in Cape Town, in the famous or infamous Test match that Tim Payne captained for the first time uh, the the Australians uh, wow. after the David Warner and Steve scandal over the um, over the um, paper uh, <laughs> the sandpaper being used to shine up the, the ball. So it's been a, a, a heap of fun. Um, like I've done biographies and all sorts of books over the years and so this one's certainly taken me more time than most but um, when you can find, you know, the secret of anything is to try and find out as a writer, find out fresh information and I've been able to do that in almost every case so uh, I think it'll do really well people when they um, when they're looking for their next gift cricketbooks.com.au it'll come up on the home page uh, my new book
0: absolutely oh, it should be a great read Ken it's uh, Alex here mate um, I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit on the, the current Ashes series. Obviously, we've still got a fantastic summer still to close out in a couple of days. But there was one man who sort of stood out to me in the fourth test in Cam Green. Um, we were, I think there was a bit of discussion, umming and ahhing, before we were looking to declare about... Uh, whether he could keep building runs and keep building his confidence. Obviously, he ended up going out on 70-odd, but how did you see that? Is it is it worth leaving a guy out there when you've got a declaration going just to get a bit of confidence in him, especially someone like him who is such a big hitter and when he gets going, he, he can really smack him around the field. So, how do you sort of see that?
1: It was great to see him play. His shots uh, uh, was. Um, certainly he is a very, very He's much better than just a clean hitter. Um, like, he's got a highest first-class score of 250-plus early last summer, so he can really bat. But if anything, um, it's been a big occasion for him. He's not yet comfortable, I don't think, as a as a test-match batsman. But i tell you what, his bowling is really coming on, and people are, are saying that it's so impressive that uh, they should play two spinners and just um, two, two quicks plus green. But right now, like, he's still very young, his body is developing and I'd rather just have him in 8 or 10 overs, uh, if you like, over a couple of spells and have him as that fourth bowl, a little bit like the role Stokes plays for England, so it could be that the leg spinner been and swept him, has to stand out for now, but he's just so promising, he is going to be I think a genuine number 5 a uh, batsman down the line for the Australians just has to be able to spend some more time out in the middle. But as you say, when he hits it,
2: they stay hit, don't they? They do. What do you what do you make of Test cricket at the moment, especially like overseas? We saw, I think it was Bangladesh having a win against New Zealand, and then obviously the, the next time they played, the scores are probably righted. But what are you making of Test cricket at the moment?
1: well we need we need a stronger west indies where have stronger england uh, we need south africa to be able to um, stop playing all the white ball stuff as much of it and and really stand up again and and be able to produce the some of the stars like you know, AB de villiers and armler and uh, graham smith some of those real stars of the game from yesteryear you know five ten years ago at the moment it's a little bit one-sided isn't it like New Zealand, even when they come to Australia, as they've shown in recent times, you know, they've been beaten up by Australia in our conditions, whereas uh, everywhere else they've played, they've been sensational. So, test cricket's much better when you've got four or five really competitive countries vying for that World Test Championship. Um, England have been really hugely disappointing. Um <laughs> Uh, like a, as a young kid, we had great batsmen visiting uh, Dexter and Barrington and Edrich and very, very famous names. And if you happen to lose two for 20, these guys invariably would bat through a session, then another, because that was just the way Test cricket was played. It was much slower, um, but you know, other than Root, who's been a champion, and creepy Crawley, as we like to to, to say, and, and Wood, the fast bowler, Bristow in this last Test match, he, he's always had a lot of guts. Bristow, you know, the rest of them, you can, might as well put them out into a into a straight in a wooden boat without a without an oar, because uh, you know they've been. Really ordinary. Um, yeah, Anderson has had his moments, especially uh, in in Melbourne. But uh, you know, same as Broad. But they haven't been consistent. Whereas the Australians, you know, they've stood up everywhere. George Bailey has been hailed as a genius mm-hmm. as a selector because. Richardson comes in, gets a five. Boland comes in, gets fourteen wickets in two Test matches. Kawaja comes in, gets twin centuries. So everything George, the selector, has touched has turned to gold. But it just goes to show you. I don't think we should get too carried away because the opposition right now—they're pretty ordinary. Yeah. What have you made of Scott
0: there, uh, Ken? I mean, yeah, I know you've written a book about fifteen minutes of fame for the guys who played only the one
1: Test, but. Is that the best first test you've probably seen? Oh, the barrel, he, he's amazing. And what a story he is because uh, Frankston, the Peninsula, it's my club, I'm a life member. Scotty has, has been club captain for 10 years there. But as a 17, 18-year-old when he first went down, and I'm not kidding, he was 18 stone bordering on 19 stone. And he, <laughs> okay. he won the check. He, he was huge, known as the barrel. We still call him barrel. And uh, uh, and literally Nick Jewell, who was a, uh, the captain coach at the time, said to him, well, you're going to keep on playing seconds until you lose a weight a heap of weight and he didn't give him a first game until he really went training hard one winter and suddenly he found himself in a victorian second 11 game suddenly he was training and practicing with the victorians and instead of being 19 stone he was 14 and a half 15 and really bowling that heavy ball so his story is just Miraculous, so A boy from Parkdale who just loved drinking beer with his mates and he didn't have high expectations. But as Nick Jules said to me just the other day, he said, Master, there, he's just amazing. This goes to show you that if you're really determined to uh, make the best of yourself and be the best you can be, well, there could be no better proof than watching Scott Boland, uh, you know <laughs> he, he still loves his mates he still have a beer, but just certainly not as many as he, as he used to as a <laughs> university student and of course uh, the results have been sensational, like he's been bowling absolutely beautifully, good pace 135, 136 and just the occasional movement, hitting the seam. and England just haven't been good enough to be able to stop him
2: mm. Agreed. I think uh, he's sort of Glenn McGrath-like in his, uh, in his length and line, just hitting that spot all the time, and that's a good message for all the young bowlers out there too. It's Just hit that top of off, and the wickets will come.
1: He's a really shy young young mm-hmm. fella. Uh, yeah, I call him young because he's he's early thirties. Uh, so compared with me, he, he's really young. But you know, it, it's just great to see uh, those stories come through. And if you like, in the one test wonders, uh, everyone had a story to, to, to tell as as well. Like Ken Eastwood, um, he had to hitchhike to his best match <laughs> in Sydney. <laughs> the taxis didn't arrive. Um, one of the boys, um, he was sweating so much. Ian Callan, Mad Dog Kellen. He was sweating so much, he could hardly feel the ball in his hand. He was that nervous. And, you know, he all he wanted to do, forget about top of off, he just wanted to get his first ball on the pitch, you know, yeah. avoid embarrassment. So it, it's fascinating talking to the guys, both the current players and, and the past players, about their experiences. Like Callum Ferguson, for example, he came in at four for eight in a test match uh, against South Africa. Four for eight. <laughs> And, and he ran himself out. Suddenly we were five for 12. And he said, oh, gee, I wish I'd had that uh, call again because um, while he batted okay in the second inning, still single figures, mind you, you know, he, he, just, he was running out for one or two in the first, missed out again the second, suddenly he was out. Mm. And he played 99 first-class games. he was the, the, he done the best apprenticeship. And if anyone deserved a second test match, people like a Stuart Moore, years earlier... Uh, and Kellen Ferguson really, really deserved it Because they've
0: done the hard yards mm. Certainly is uh, we've, been talking, um, uh, we've been talking about opening batsmen today as well We've got a Twitter poll At um, T-Sport 991 If you want to go there and vote on our Twitter poll About David Warner And um, his, is he Australia's greatest opening batsman? Um, I think we're all clear that Matthew Hayden's with him But what are, what are your thoughts on that? Is, do you think
1: Dave is? you <laughs> Well, he's certainly been as an opener. He's been the greatest entertainer. Hayden's got forty centuries, I think, at, at all at all levels for Australia—some amazing figure. Um, you've got Laurie uh, going back when I was a boy, and before then, Ponsford and Woodfall, and Victor Trumper, who was with Bradman, you know, the most famous early uh, big name cricketer in, in Australia. Matty Hayden, here with six uh, Test centuries, I think, in seven or eight Boxing Day Test matches. It's uh, pretty hard to be able to follow. Warner's 35 now, and he's done remarkably well. Remarkably well as a 2020 slogger, uh, a white ball specialist to be able to first. And he actually played for Australia before he got a, a red ball game for New South Wales. So it's an incredible story <laughs> himself. So it's just great to see him come through. He's not in the top five, but I think he's in the top six. Put it that way. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Statistics, statistically,
2: that? he's, um, you know, he's averaged 48. There's not too many that made over seven and a half thousand runs averaging that amount. Doesn't does that come into it or is it more the for you the, the whole package?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think the whole package. But he, he's been a, a terrific entertainment, and and you know he's got a, a triple century like like a Matthew Hayden. So you know he, he hasn't done too much wrong. Um, I suppose in conditions that favoured England last time, 2019, he made 95 runs in 10 mm-hmm. digs didn't he? Averaged nine, I think. And Broad got him out six times out of nine or ten. So you know. Uh, in Australia, he's been a flat-track bully. His averaged fifty nine sixty. Overseas, he's average thirty two thirty three. I think to be able to get the title of number one opening bats in all time, you've got to do it at all venues. I just don't – I think others are ahead of him, so it's, I'm looking at the overall big picture right now. Well,
0: that's why we ask. That's why we, we ask Ken. We that, that is great. Us amateurs. Us amateurs. Hey, Ken, mate, we'll leave it there. Um, it's been great to chat and get your thoughts on your new book. Cannot wait to get it. I'm sure uh, we don't need to pay for it up here in the Yarra Valley, but uh, it's good. I'm looking forward to reading it.
1: Good on you. Thanks a lot, Jack. people can go to the website cricketbooks.com.au and pre-order. Always a pleasure talking to you, Jack Nikes, and and Wise. Take care, Bruce. Thanks, Thanks for... mate.
0: Here we go, Ken. Peace.